This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to pain.tv slash gold. My name is Dustin Gold, and you are listening to the Dustin Gold Standard. This is episode 164, part four, part four. All right, ladies and gentlemen. All right, let's uh, continue here at sociable.co. It says the arrival of the coronavirus pandemic has accelerated the discussion on how artificial intelligence can best serve humanity and society at large. Uh, Remember, this is written back in 2020, this piece, uh, and we introduced it because it's going to be the setup into some further research and analysis we'll be doing on the Rockefeller foundation and the rockefeller family crime syndicate in large on their artificial intelligence plus one document they put out and a lot of the ai projects that they've been working on so that's why we're reviewing this folks and khan uh, is the director of innovation over there at the rockefeller foundation ladies and gentlemen it says uh for con quote something like the covid crisis gives us the opportunity to rethink big paradigm shifts end quote now we've heard this time and time again it's a running theme coming out of the world economic forum folks remember i showed you a little video con that he put out uh, under the world economic forum All right so the fourth industrial revolution the Great Reset, you know, Peter Thiel saying that COVID was allowing an opportunity to move us from the old financial system to the new financial system. All these guys on board with this. The Great Reset's whole purpose was to move us into the fourth industrial revolution. So it moves us from third industrial era, Great Reset, goes into the fourth industrial revolution, which we're in now, which will move us into the fourth industrial era, which is the complete and total fusion of the digital, the biological, and the physical world. So physical, you know, you have the earth and buildings, biological, us, animals, plants, and then digital, the internet, the metaverse, smart tech, Internet of Things, Internet of Bodies, all that stuff, all merged into to one, where everything in the physical and biological world has a digital twin inside the digital world, and it's all fused into one system. Quote, in some way, COVID has laid bare a lot of the really deep and important problems, and I think it has heightened the urgency to think about new solutions, end quote, he said. Now, I mean, 
three years later after COVID land, the high school theater production, when you look back to what it actually was, it's like saying a worldwide flu laid bare to all these problems we had. Come on, ladies and gentlemen, come on. Such ridiculousness. See, all these folks were ready to pounce. They were all ready to just come out of the gates, charging full speed ahead uh, once they kicked off COVID land, the high school theater production. It says, quote, the current urgency of this crisis is demanding new thinking. And I think there are opportunities to deploy and apply artificial intelligence to help in those cases. That's going to help us learn about what artificial intelligence can do. And hopefully we'll keep an eye on the risks and manage those risks, end quote, Khan added. And then it says here, quote, the disruption that's been created by COVID on so many different fronts gives us the opportunity to rethink really major paradigms, end quote, Zaya Khan said. I mean, think about build back better. Right, that was Joe Biden's slogan. Think about reimagine. We heard that a lot while Trump was in office, folks. Reimagine education. Reimagine, I don't know, how you go to the bathroom. You could do that in the metaverse, whatever it may be. Reimagine, build back better. All these were themes, right, of pushing us into the force industrial revolution goes on to say artificial intelligence will be a technology that cuts across society and the rockefeller senior vice president believes that artificial intelligence governance will be directly linked to economics Mm, interesting like central bank digital currency and a social score system maybe goes on to say quote i think there's a linkage between how we think about regulating artificial intelligence and a lot of the thinking that's going on with people in economics. I think people are realizing that we need a new form of economics, the neoliberal economic paradigm of maximizing shareholder value, not accounting for the cost and nature, etc., just isn't working. I don't folks, what's he referring to there? Huh, shareholder capitalism. Our old buddy Klaus Schwab, shareholder capitalism, mm-hmm. goes on to say, quote, uh, I think we have to do some hard thinking around what is the value of data. How are we accounting for the value of data? And I think that we uh, I think that will lead to how we think about regulating and managing artificial intelligence, but also the broader economic rules and market rules and the role of government. I think these will be more tightly coupled going forward. End quote, Khan added. Now, think about that. So you've got this guy back in 2020, and we're going to get into some more stuff on Khan. We're going to go through uh, information that he's posted up at the Rockefeller uh, Foundation's website. But So I'm introducing you to him through this sociable uh, article uh, for a reason, for a reason, because we have to look at the Rockefeller's involvement in the technocracy. If you really want to understand how widespread this is, how powerful this movement is, uh, and he's talking about data back in 2020. This is before Yuval Noah Harari, the king philosopher of the fourth industrial revolution and the World Economic Forum. Uh, popped onto a lot of folks' radar. 
And you know, you've all know Harari has come out and he says, you know, data will be the new gold. Data is more valuable than property. Those who control the data are the gods of the new era. You have no spirit. You have no soul. You're a hackable animal. Those days are over. Free will is over because we have your data. We know more about you than you know about yourself. See, when you listen to Yuval speak, it should now trigger in you. If you see people still putting up clips, everything we've learned here in 164 episodes, because he's not just talking out of his butt, all right? He's talking out of his evil psychopathic mouth, but at the same time, he's speaking from a foundation of truth, because now you understand, we've showed you, how much data is being collected on every single person every day, how much data is being stored, how they store the data, process the data, analyze the data. It's all a very real system. It's a real system. This is not some abstract It is actually real. It goes on to say, quote, how we think about managing artificial intelligence will be coupled with how we think about economic models, end quote, said Zaya Khan. For Khan, quote, the disruption that's been created by COVID on so many different fronts gives us the opportunity to rethink really major paradigms and how we think about managing artificial intelligence will be coupled with how we think about economic models, end quote. And uh, as we talked about in episode 163, and this comes back up, and it's important because Zayakan used this example, uh, and I'm going to actually use this. This will probably be maybe the title of this episode. The AI teenager is about to leave home. Will it go off and learn to do what is best for society? Or will its own experiences shape it into a rebellious force of destruction? Well, when they say, will it go off and learn to do what is best for society? Who decides what is best for society? Well, the elites decide what is best for society. They are the prison planet wardens. They are the social engineers. They control the levers of power. They control the printing press that makes the money, whether that be in the form of paper currency, uh, metal coins, pine cones, rolls of toilet paper, or minted digital central bank currency. They are the ones who decide what is best for society. So will AI go out into the world? Will it leave home? Meaning, will it leave the laboratories of open AI? And will it go out into the world and help the technocrats shape society into exactly what they want it to be? Or will it be a rebellious force of destruction? Will it fall into the hands of people like me and you that will use it against them? They've already promised you this dark dystopian future. I mean, Khan said 
either AI is going to deliver peace and prosperity or a dark dystopian future. And as I pointed out to you, the dark dystopian future is for you. Peace and prosperity, which translates in technocratic, power-hungry, God-wannabe terms to power and control. They will have power and control over the masses. They already do, but this will be ultimate power and control. So then that will deliver them peace and prosperity. You will get the dark dystopian future. Uh, and finally, it says here, the way forward, according to the Rockefeller Foundation Senior VP of Innovation, is to create a framework for governance that guides AI towards a prosperous future for humanity. Okay, now, this is, uh, this is the end of this piece, and it's great because we're going to get back to uh, Zaya Khan shortly. I'm going to take a little break from him. I'm trying to break this information up into little bits and pieces for you so it's a little more palatable, so it's kind of exciting. I don't want to just drown you to death with Zaya Khan. We're going to get back to Zaya Khan because we're going to go deep into Rockefeller's Artificial Intelligence Plus One documents. But when we come back, I'm going to actually pull in some information about artificial intelligence and what industries it's in. I want to show you that, and then we'll come back. Uh, to Zaya Khan, ladies and gentlemen. All right, this is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Dustin Gold Standard. My name is Dustin Gold, and you are listening to pain.tv slash gold. I'm going to pop over to this website here, simplylearn.com, S-I-M-P-L-I-L-E-A-R-N.com. And we're going to take a look at this article here. Uh, This is from, uh, last updated, it is uh, February 7th, so just uh, about a month ago. And it says, uh, AI applications, top 18 artificial intelligence applications in 2023. And I want to share this with you. Um, again, you need to be aware of, uh, where all this stuff is currently embedded, you know, because again, it's, it's not a theory. It's not, uh, some abstract. This is real. (coughs) Excuse me, folks. That was a sneeze there. That was not Glenda. That was me, by the way. That was me sneezing. Um, all right. So I want to go through this and then there's some additional information I'm going to share with you on uh, some funding involved with OpenAI, and then we'll move into the Rockefellers and move into some of the stuff that's been going on under the government with artificial intelligence, and we're going to do a whole in-depth history. We touched on some of it in episode 163, but I'm going to give you an in-depth, detailed, documented history of artificial intelligence, and then, boom, we're going to check AI off our list. 
So all the way up to now, episode 164, you've learned about, gosh, everything. I don't know, data centers, uh, cloud computing, uh, data, Internet of Things, Internet of Bodies, Internet of Sensors, Metaverse, crypto, NFTs, I, I mean, everything, transhumanism, brain chips. I've covered everything in depth here for you folks. And there's so much more. I mean, I'm talking hundreds upon hundreds of episodes in what some of you have called the Masterclass on Technocracy and Transhumanism. And you can add Smart Prison Planet to that because I've been breaking down exactly how this technological prison works, how the culture of technocracy actually works. Um, All right, let's get into this. SimplyLearn.com. All right, it says, The function and popularity of artificial intelligence are soaring by the day. Artificial intelligence is the ability of a system or a program to think and learn from experience. AI applications have significantly evolved over the past few years and have found their applications in almost every business sector. This article will help you learn the top artificial intelligence applications in the real world. Now, as we talked about in 163, episode 163, We went back to when the Rockefellers really kicked off the modern race to artificial intelligence back in 1955 when they funded the Dartmouth summer camp on artificial intelligence. I mean, it wasn't a summer camp. It was some high-end engineers and scientists that came together to work on AI in a way that had never been done before. And in fact, the guys who asked for the grant actually came up with the term artificial intelligence. Dartmouth uh, hosted it. Rockefellers wouldn't fund the whole roughly $14,000. They funded $7,500. We know that IBM kicked in some money. Uh, Bell South at the time, they kicked in some money. Some of the universities, I think Harvard and Dartmouth, kicked in some money. So all of a sudden, 1955, they really frame artificial intelligence up. They start working on it in a very serious way. And then we move forward to the early 60s, and DARPA gets involved, or the precursor ARPA gets involved with funding this and trying to learn about artificial intelligence and develop it in a much higher, more organized, more streamlined, more efficient fashion. You didn't really think that the DOD, you know, the Department of Defense, under the state, you know, the government, the most powerful government in the world, was developing that so that they could develop better garbage routes to help out the folks in Nigeria. Now, they developed it to set it on a course, to chart this course that we are now seeing today in real time unfold where AI is being injected into everything. It actually already has uh, over the last decade. Now we're seeing the more sort of interactive generative version of ai through chat gpt through dolly through mid journey through stable diffusion all right so now we're seeing how we're actually interacting with it and they're telling you you're interacting with it where before it was more of a secret all right it was more of a secret think of it like this let's say i was doing a show with the imaginary co-host i told you about earlier not glenda All right, not Glenda, who, by the way, is sitting over here patiently, folks. Look at her. She's just blinking and waiting for me, but I have nothing to say to her right now. But let's say I had the one that was there to fool you. 
It was Bob Smith, my uh, partner. He looks real. He sounds real. Doesn't have a robotic voice the way I intentionally created Glenda. And then uh, I do a year's worth of shows. And then I go, guys, Bob Smith has been AI the whole time. And then his human skin falls off and he looks like an android robot. Well, that's what's happening right now. AI has been injected into everything, and now they are just peeling off the skin and letting you see it. And now they're going, oh, well, it was here already. Now you can interact with it. And we have these really cool little search bars and graphics generators, and you could do uh, stuff and get free graphics when, in fact, you're going to actually help us finish training the system because we need a whole lot more data to refine this to the point where we can have the next generation just accepted as the purveyor of reality and the minister of truth. All right, that, that's where this is moving. All right, it says here, uh, what is artificial intelligence? Artificial intelligence is machine-displayed intelligence that simulates human behavior or thinking, and can be trained to solve specific problems. AI is a combination of machine learning techniques and deep learning. Types of artificial intelligence models are trained using vast volumes of data and have the ability to make intelligent decisions. And sitting over here on my desk is uh, two shows that are all outlined that I was going to do uh, a few shows back, I decided to put it off to the side, where I'm going to teach you about deep learning, uh, machine learning, big data, natural language processing, semantic search, everything that goes into powering something like a chat GPT. So you really understand that this isn't magical, it just didn't arrive, and it also isn't some computer sitting in Elon Musk's kitchen. All right, this is hooked up to the internet and it's running this. I've already showed you, it takes dozens upon dozens upon dozens of data centers and supercomputers to actually run something like ChatGPT. I want you to really understand what's under the hood, right? I don't want people looking at this stuff as magical. Oh, Dustin has a little robot that talks on a screen. Is that magic? No, it's not magic. It involves some coding, putting together various pieces of software, rigging it together. And then uh, being able to green screen it and bring it into my uh, little studio and make it work. All right? That's what I'm breaking down for you. Let's look at some AI facts real quick. It says, uh, according to Statista, revenue from artificial intelligence software market worldwide is expected to reach $126 billion by 2025. $126 billion. It says, as per Gartner, 37% of organizations have implemented AI in some form. The percentage of enterprises employing AI grew 270% over the past four years. Now, when we're looking at these numbers, at these statistics, what do they seem like they're running in parallel to? Oh, the growth of the data centers. Remember, we analyzed the data center market. Well, why is that? Because we learned the more data that's being collected, stored, processed, and analyzed, they need more data centers. So as the data collection and processing grows exponentially, the data centers, the physical warehouses, the barges, the skyscrapers, the underground bunkers, the space stations, 
that store the data have to grow exponentially. And now you're seeing data being generated more because they've introduced AI. So with AI, they need to do more processing, more analyzing, but they also collect more data and they need more data to power this whole operation. That's why Yuval said, the data is gold. It's more valuable than property. It says, according to Servion Global Solutions, by 2025, 95% of customer interactions will be powered by AI. Folks, two years off, 95% of customer interactions will be powered by AI. Yep, I told you. I told you, the vast majority of you are actually already talking to AI if you're dealing with someone on a chatbot. You sit there and you go, you know, this person is stupid. Eric is such an idiot. You're talking to a robot. The same thing when people uh, get these spam calls. I don't know why they answer them. They're talking to some Indian guy. They keep telling you how the guy from Xfinity is so rude. They don't realize they're actually talking to some pakistani scammer some nigerian scammer well you're talking to a robot and uh, a lot of these scams are actually run by artificial intelligence now as well oh yeah yeah the scammers have gotten really smart with this stuff so they use actually use chat gpt to develop call lists and auto dialers that'll call up phones and send out text messages to people and scam you into thinking you're talking to the IRS or you're talking to Social Security or you're talking to uh, Amazon or FedEx or UPS. It's This is what it's all going to use for. But remember, uh, we're the purveyors of it. We'll create it. I'm Elon Musk. I'm powerful. It could destroy humanity. But as long as we govern it, everything will be fine. None of these problems what happened go a step further no identity theft no stolen money out of your bank account would have happened without all this technology none of it none of it would have happened it's intentional there are no unintended consequences there are only goals the goals are to destroy humanity and to enslave the planet and then they call them oh that was an unintended consequence Remember, these are the guys that form open AI that tell you it's going to be a nonprofit and they're going to give AI to the world. Come on, ladies and gentlemen, how many times can we get scammed here? It goes on to say a recent 2020 report from Status that reveals that the global AI software market is expected to grow approximately 54% year on year and is expected to reach a forecast size of $22.6 billion. All right. 54% year-to-year uh, growth. Let's now take a look at the applications of AI used in different domains. So when we get back, I'm going to break this down. I want to show you. There's some stuff you're going to go, wow, I didn't even realize that that was happening. And that is the point of this. I want to educate you. I want to teach you. I want to enlighten you. I want to awaken you. But right now, I'm going to... Go to sleep over this short break. Ladies and gentlemen, I'll be back. This is Dustin Gold with the Dustin Gold Standard right here on pain.tv slash gold. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. 